Your level of leadership is only dictated by what you're responsible over. But those worst case scenarios is when you have to dig deep inside of yourself. And so even the worst case scenario for a good leader is just an opportunity. Welcome everybody to the Dream Lifestyle Podcast. In today's conversation, we are talking about how to develop leadership skills because there's a leader in you, but it has to be developed. We're gonna be talking about how you need to follow and listen first. We're gonna be discussing how you need to be willing to make mistakes. And we're gonna be talking about how to confidently make decisions and to have this conversation i have my friend my brother cj Cheyenne flavany is here with me how you doing my friend i'm doing great how about yourself i'm good man listen it's an honor to have you here it's been been a while we've talked about it yes we've sir. planned we've missed each other <laughs> you know things have gone missing yes you, just... you know <laughs> but but we're here um and i'm really excited to have this conversation with you just because i know similar to me leadership is a topic that you really enjoy um, you know, especially with what you do, you lead a school. Um, and obviously some people might not view that as an area where leadership is necessary, but when you have a group of people that needs to be managed, leadership needs to be there. Like I'm a firm believer that like, wherever management is present, leadership needs to be there too. And I think just even jump off of that leadership starts with you. Yes. The way that you wake up in the morning, the way that you go about the things that you need to accomplish during your day. If you don't start by leading yourself then you can't lead anybody else. Absolutely. So that's why I love that first point that you had. It starts first with that listening. Every single day, there's so many different perspectives that I have to deal with. There's so many different people that I have to deal with, so many different children that I have to deal with. And if, if and every interaction that I have, I try to solve a problem before I know what's really going on, you'll often run around with your head on oh, fire. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. So it's all about that first understanding exactly what's going on. And then the only way that you can understand what's happening is if you listen first. Yeah. And I think, too, to even go deeper on that point, beginning your leadership journey by developing yourself and really mm -hmm. taking ownership of it really just allows you to stay steady. Yeah. Because to your point, you, you are getting pulled in so many different directions. There's always fire. There's always smoke. There's always something to do. And you have to make sure that you develop yourself to a place where, no, I can just be solid. Mm -hmm. Like, there can be emergencies going yeah. on because, truthfully, especially depend when you when you build something with significance where there's different departments, different heads and stuff like that, everyone's going to come to you with the problems. And so you have to be able to hear the problems, not be in a state of panic or or, you know, urgency like the people that are bringing it to you and be able to just think, OK, here's what needs to happen. Right. And lead properly. And so. With that, right? So, and we're talking on a super, super high level. Like it took yeah. it took me years to even get to that place of understanding. Like, okay, leadership starts with me. Yeah. But when we talk about developing leadership skills, let me kick off that question to you. And I know we're we're gonna touch on you know following first and listening first. Yeah. Talk with me about how that how that those two connected for you in terms of okay, you you decided I want to work on my leadership skills. And then just that idea of, okay, I got to be willing to follow somebody first. I got to be willing to, to listen first before I even think about leading. I think it's, um, in my mind, I always have some kind of illustration. It's like a, a firefighter who gets a call into the station and then they leave but without hearing the address. If you don't know where you're going, no matter even if you have the skills and the talents to handle the situation... Right. You're going to be on the wrong side of town. Absolutely. So if you don't listen first, then you can't uh, address the situations that are actually present. And listening is a skill that's developed over time. If you don't get in the right environment of people who lead in a way that 
pulls you with them, that um, encourages you. If you don't kind of get into that kind of system, then how will you ever know what really good leadership looks like? That's the that's the part I wanted to be like. I'm so glad you said that because you definitely want to be able to see what good leadership even looks like. Because depending on our background, like I come from an athletic background. Yeah. Good leadership to me could be the uh, Bobby Hurley, like throwing chairs, yelling and screaming, mm -hmm. Bobby Knight, throw it. Like that's good. They're considered great leaders. Yeah. Right. But if that's my only point of reference, then I feel like, oh, well, good leadership. Now I got that means I got to scream and yell at people and depending if like and again, that that form of leadership works in that space. It does. Right. In the athletic space like that yelling cursing people out all that that works there but you take that to a conference room boardroom organization you're not gonna have people HR, yeah, yeah. Like, you're, not, you're not gonna last long yeah but it's like to your point when you are intentional with okay let me put myself in environments in ecosystems in solar systems that allow me to see what good leaders sound like look like what the room feels like yeah now you have context i, I think we've all been in these in these and sometimes it's big spaces and little ones where you have this person who has like this dynamic control of a space. I've heard it said like this, leadership has gravity. Ooh, it kind of good. pulls you along. It directs you in the direction that, that you need to go, but it doesn't just point you there, it walks along with you. So we need to emulate the leaders that are like that, the ones that have, sometimes those people will be screaming and shouting and then they do that same thing at their house yes to their wife mm -hmm. or their child that's not a good leader right we want to follow people who are dynamic and have this about them where they are a good leader in their homes they're a good leader in in their businesses in the community and they are the same in each of those kind of roles. yeah you don't want to follow a one-dimensional leader that's what i'm hearing like like yeah. you don't want to follow a leader where it's like oh at work like they're amazing but them. at home it's like wait you want to find people and identify people that to your point like across the board solid yeah like across the board they are investing in themselves they are really i guess practicing what they preach right from exactly. on, on, on a heart level like not just a you know functional because that's where i think in terms of how i mentioned earlier leadership and management like when you get into like the systems and communication flows and workflow, you know, chain of command, that's all management. Like I view that more as a management thing. Yeah. But when you're when we're talking about leadership and I love that point where you said like leadership, there's a gravitational pull with yeah. leadership. Right. You should be able to identify people that on a heart level, like they are willing one because it takes real courage to even put out like, yo. The, these are my values as a human being, and this is how we're gonna operate. Do you know what you wanna accomplish in the new year, whether it be personally or professionally? If you're trying to figure it out, I'm encouraging you to get your ticket to the Dreamer Symposium. This is gonna be your space to get really clear on what you wanna do, where you are, and you're gonna leave with a practical success strategy. And there's gonna be an accountability system for the entire year to make sure that you complete it, so that way you elevate your life all you have to do to get your ticket is go to dreamersymposium.com right now so you can register i want you to be there because i want you to level up i want you to go to the next level in your life i want you to level up in your finances level up in your personal life level up in your professional life level up your overall level of being and you have to go to the dreamer symposium to do that so go to dreamersymposium.com get your ticket now let's get back to the episode i've been thinking about this a lot because We've had conversations before, and I'm trying to like figure out. We we keep saying like gravity and how it feels. I like to make things very practical for people. You only know this kind of leader when you get up close. 
Like this, this is this artificial tree behind me. If you're far enough away from it, it looks like a tree. Oh yeah, it does. But <laughs> when you get close and you start feeling on the pedals and you, you're like, wait a minute. That's good. This, this isn't real. So I think when we're talking about finding that leader, we want to make sure that we find people who we have, we can get close to, mm-hmm. we can see the fruit, we can see the realness, we can see the leaves. Because I think that's the difference between uh, trying to follow something that's fake. Yeah. yeah. That proximity. And, and to, because it's even add another practical point, you can get in close proximity with great leaders mm-hmm. by going to conferences. Yeah. By going to a church you heard about, by deciding to apply for that business where the, you know, CEO or whatever it is, is known. Yeah. Like, you have to intentionally put yourself in those types of environments. And for me, I'm a big advocate for like events and conferences. Yeah. Just because one, let's, and I, I use this example all the time. Like you never lose if you go to a conference, like you absolutely never lose. And like, even if let's say the conference is a scam, like you literally, like I, I use this example. If I pay $10,000 to go to an event, cause there are events like that. Yeah. If I pay $10,000 to get, go to an event, there's 20 spots. And let's say the people who organized the event, it was a total scam. All the speakers are trash and everything. Like, the reason why I don't lose is because that means there's 19 other people that have the ability and have the mindset of I'm willing to pay $10,000. So, you know what? This is a great opportunity to network. Even though I might not have heard the speakers the way I wanted to or whatever it is, the way it was advertised, I'm in a room with other people where it's like, man, this was really trash. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? What do you think we should go to next? Like, you get to build that type exactly. of thing. Like you literally never lose with events. And to the leadership point, you know, you're able to see certain leaders. If you have identified certain people that you're like, wow, like I wonder how their leadership is. It's very easy to get in, get in a room with people. Mm-hmm. And to some, some people have a limiting belief or like, you know, well, I, it costs so much money. And again, it does cost. It does. It does. But how much is it going to cost you if you don't put yourself in those environments? I went to a conference and I had the exact same kind of experience that you're talking about. I was sitting next to some person and the first day they're really happy. They're singing, they're dancing. The next day they come in and they're, they're down. I'm like, oh, what's, like, what's going on? Yeah. Um, we start this conversation and we build this friendship. That was what she was there for. Mm-hmm. I, I think we, I think we, we, we sometimes put our value in the wrong things. We will spend thousands of dollars for a course credit in a college because we want to get knowledge. And we know that knowledge is going to translate into a way to make our lives better. And then someone offers you a way to go to a conference and you're like, that's a scam. Right. That's a scam. I'm not paying the $75 to go to that event. I'm not paying the 150. And it's like, what? Well, you paid your college much more per hour. Yeah. And, and so, you did much less. And you did much less. <laughs> and when you go in those rooms, the, the kind of knowledge is kind of infectious. It finds oh, yeah. you. You find people who are excited about whatever they're starting or whatever they're doing. And to be in those kind of environments where people are just actually putting these things in practical place will change your life. Absolutely. Because there's because there's a there's a language to it. Like, I think that that was one of the biggest things. Like, I remember the very first personal development sales, whatever type of event I went to was it was by Unblinded. Shout out to the people over at Unblinded. And it was up in uh, North Jersey. And I was like super brand. I was like, wow, these people jumping around and, you know, but 
looking back on, I'm like, it all makes sense. And, and, and the thing that really blew my mind the most was hearing the language of the people that were there. Like, thankfully, I was able to meet some amazing, I was able to meet people that was making a million dollars a day, a million dollars, 10 million a month, like yeah. amazing people. And I was able to shake their hands, you know, hey, like, how are you? Where are you from? You know, but even like the way they talked was different. And because it's like, for me, I'm, I'm aware of where I want to go and who I am. I'm like, I want to get to where you're at. So wait a minute, you don't use, I have not heard anything negative come out of your mouth. And we're having like a very casual conversation, yeah. but like you don't use the word can't, you don't say what you can't afford. Mm-hmm. Like to me, it's like in terms of why listening first and following somebody first and putting yourself in those environments so important, you get to hear the language of like good leadership. Because yeah. good leadership in a lot of ways, like I can't follow anybody that is going to be talking about what's impossible or what's difficult yeah. or anything like that. Like be real, but I still want to hear, all right, well, we're still going to get it done anyway. Like that's, that to me is a sign of a great leader that you could look at any obstacle and say, no, we're still going to do this. It, it fundamentally comes from the place where they, they've been there. Mm-hmm. So you don't talk like that until you've been through some things until yes. you've experienced some things. So this leader, okay. They're smart enough to go into situations. They listen first. Like, okay, that's the address of the fire. They go to it, and based on their experience, they know how to put it out. Mm-hmm. And then when you're in those kinds of environments, there's something that fundamentally changes about yourself that makes it more possible when you have this situation. Now you have the experience backing you up to go, oh, when Travon went through this, he was so authentic with me. He was so open with me. Now I know the steps. I, I might not know how it's going to end up, yeah. but I'm confident enough based on both my own experiences and those of the people I've been around, that this is something that can easily be accomplished. And that's a very different vocabulary than people who are like, what wouldn't be me? I couldn't do it. Right. Nope. All that can't negative stuff, get that out of here. Get that out of here. It never makes your life better. It never helps you progress. And in the end of the day, those are the same people who end up being in the exact same spot. Yes. And it becomes this self-fulfilling prophecy of of their own expectations. I didn't expect better. Better did not happen. Yes. So this is exactly how life works, and it's not. And and I love the point that you brought up about how you know you want to follow people that have kind of been there before, mm-hmm. and that kind of leads us into the next point of just the willingness to make mistakes. Because the truth is, your level of leadership is only dictated by what you're responsible over. Mm-hmm. If you ain't responsible over nothing, your leadership isn't that good. Mm-hmm. If you're responsible over a lot. That's real. Le- like you have to have there's clearly something to you. Yeah. And in that you have to be willing to put yourself out there. You got to be willing to try stuff. Mm-hmm. You got to be willing to say, I really do-, especially like in the early stages, Definitely. like the early stages to say, I don't really want to volunteer to head this thing. But like it would challenge me and I just feel it in my heart. I should do it. So I'm just going to do it. Like even if I mess it up. Right. Like I think one of the best, I guess, to give a very practical yeah. mindset, best case, worst case. Best case, worst case, and any, with any decision that you make, right? So let's use the example of, let's say somebody has an opportunity to volunteer to head something, event, mm-hmm. whatever. Best case, you crush it, yeah. right? Best case, you kill it. Like, you, you go above and beyond, and you do the job in excellence. Worst case, it turns out terribly. Those are two very possible things. And so the reason why I love that, that framework is because okay, what then, the deeper part is, what actions need to lead to the best case? What actions could lead to the worst case? Hmm, well, if I show up on time and communicate to all parties involved and fill in the blanks, you know, that leads me closer to the best case. 
if I do absolutely nothing and I ask no questions, that leads to the worst case. Well, I know who I am. I know I'm not going to do nothing. So best case is in my favor. So I might have to do a little more to reach that best case scenario. But ultimately, I'm willing to say, you know what? It still could go either way. But I like my chance. I'm willing to find out. I think there is a strength in the worst case scenario. I've had a lot of times in my life where things work out really well. And honestly, they don't usually lead to me doing self-assessment. They don't lead to me growing because I'm good at it. Yeah. So if it, you should. It should be a practice. It should be something that you fundamentally push towards. But those worst case scenarios is when you have to dig deep inside of yourself. And so even the worst case scenario for a good leader is just an opportunity. It's an opportunity to realize your faults. It's an opportunity to realize um, how you can make things better going forward. And if you take that experience, you're like, man, I didn't show up. If you're really critical of yourself, mm -hmm. I, I didn't show up. I didn't do what I said I was going to do. I contributed to this. But I also know that if I did those things, I can change it for the better. Even the worst case scenarios become things that are, are beneficial to your life experience. And you won't let it happen again. Like, you're not well, going to fail fact. on your face twice. Oh, my God. That you tell it's uh, <laughs> one of the most pivotal moments of my life, particularly when it comes to craft your dream, was when I hosted a principals event. Did I tell you this story? I might have. I think you might have told me a part of it. I might have. But so. I was hosting a principal's event. It was like my fifth virtual event. Mm -hmm. um, I was on fire. Like people were showing up and everything. And then this one event, it was a, it was a, it was an event designed to help people establish like personal values and principles yeah. for their lives. And no one showed up. People signed up, but no one showed up on the call. And it was literally the worst case, <laughs> like the worst case scenario. Yeah. All of my people that organize events know what I'm talking about. The worst case. Yeah. No one showed. And I remember sitting there at my computer, literally like, man, I'm done. Like, I, like I, I'm done. But it was like something to your point about just the strength. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was also, and I think this also plays a role in the willingness to make mistakes, being clear on the vision, right? Being like, every leader needs to have a vision. Yeah. And so because I'm super clear on what the vision of Crafter Dream is, that even in the midst of me experiencing this worst case scenario, I'm going to learn from it. And then to your point, I'm going to make sure this never happens again. Like, I'm whatever, I will do whatever I have to do. Yeah. I will scratch. I will claw my way to make sure yeah. this never happens again. I think everything in life is about building up this kind of dexterity. It's about building up that muscle mass. Mm -hmm. Our experiences teach us how to react to them. Um, and if we learn from them, we grow to be better than we were before. So in that scenario, I think I might have participated in an event, two events from that. And you're better. Oh, yeah. You're stronger. The, the loss was a setup for the thing that was actually going to be the thing that propelled you to your destiny. And here's where people sadly fall off. If you would have had that happen to you and you stopped. This is if God meant this for my life, then he would have blessed it and it would have mm -hmm. grown. Yeah. And, and the thing is, too, with that as well, there are people that. They know God has blessed whatever the thing is that they're building, but because it's not happening on their timing, mm. they quit. And they basically cut – you can't necessarily stop God, but but you cut your blessing at its feet yeah. for it to never even happen. Because God's like, no, I was actually going to give it to you in a week, but you quit. Yeah. Like, you know, and I think that's where, you know, as a leader, when you think about just – again, we're talking about building leadership skills. Yeah. It really is just the willingness to say, yo – 
I'll make a mistake. I'll own it. We'll grow from it. Yeah. And I didn't even say will. I will grow from it yeah. because I know that, again, that ownership of leadership that we talked about before, like it starts with me. I'll own it, assess what needs to be assessed, and we'll make sure this never happens again. Exactly. Because like to me, leadership is about the heart. And I think when you mm. when when hardships come, that's when some a person's heart is really able to be on display. Yeah. You know, like the best leaders have failed. Like I don't know, I don't know any single leader that's like 90% will say on their on their jacket when it comes to success. I love that. I think that our hot our heart posture, the way we have a vision for our life. I think of it like good soil, right? Yes. Good soil is tilled. Good soil is worked. Good soil has amendments. It, it, we don't just let, let it exist. It is, it's fertilized. It's watered. What happens oftentimes is we let things happen to us and we let it compress our heart. Yeah. We, we let it harden our heart. Mm-hmm. And when our heart is hardened, if, if the ground gets too hard, Nothing's going to grow. Absolutely nothing. Nothing right. can get through. The seed can't literally cannot penetrate the soil. It can't grow roots. Water can't get to it. So make the mistakes, but have a soft heart about it. Realize that you're, you're still just a human. You still are in process. And if I continue to use this as not just, we use it as soil to kind of push us forward. Mm-hmm. Beautiful things will grow. Yeah. But we, we have to go through all that the trials and errors to get there. Yeah, I agree. And I think one of, one of the things that um, has really been on my mind, just one of my personal affirmations yeah. for myself is really like, I never lose. Like, I never lose. Like, that doesn't mean everything's going to go the way I want it to. Mm. But I never lose. Like, literally, something could go bad right now. Eh, we'll figure it out. Like, I, but I'm not going to lose. Like, I, I don't, I do not lose. Like, it is like making a personal decision to yeah. myself to say, yo, this is not going to stop me yeah. like this is not I, w- I was actually i was speaking at a um a leadership conference and they were discussing um scaling a business hiring people and entrusting people and all that type of stuff and one of the people was like well if you know the person i hire makes a mistake it could really mess up the entire business and get the business and i was literally thinking i, I said this i was like well all of them were like very adverse and i was like i disagree with everything you all are saying <laughs> like at the end of the day, if you want to build something significant, you're not going to be able to do it by yourself. That is just no. a fact. And two, if you really believe in the vision of what you got, there is nothing, there is no person, whether you hire them, don't hire them, whatever it is, that's, that should be able to stop the vision that you all claim that you have for your, in this case, business owners. Yeah. Right? But the same is true when you think about people leading in their lives, whether it's leading in marriage, leading in friendships, leading in whatever. Like, and I think we, we've kind of under, like, this has kind of been the undertone to everything we've been talking about. Yeah. It's just, like, understanding that vision, right, of just, like, what God has for me. The cliche saying, what God has for me is for me. That doesn't mean yeah. I won't go to the pit, to the palace, to prison, to then owning everything. But what God has for me is for me. Yeah. And I got to go through this process. I think... All things work together for the good good. of them that love the Lord and who are called according to his purpose. So no matter what happens, yes, it's for your good. It might not feel good. No, it's not going to feel good. In fact, it's probably going to (laughs) hurt. I I think about some of the Bible stories. And I think I was talking to my therapist about this. and I was like, wait a minute. Sometimes we tell these stories and we go, we run so quickly to the end of them. 
because the victory is here. The harvest has come in. Like, yes. we're so excited about this. These people were real people who lived on this earth and who experienced real trauma. Real bad things happened to them. Absolutely. And it was their fortitude. It was their strength. It was their spirit. It was their prayer that propelled them forward. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be hard. But it's going to be for your good. It's like doing homework every single day. I, I do homework every single day with some kids. They're like, oh, man, I hate this. Like, why do I have to keep doing this? It's because the repetition that you're doing here makes you better. Yes. It's not comfortable. It's not fun. It's often challenging. You don't know the answer. You feel dumb. But if we push forward just a little bit further, the things that you did today will be for your benefit for the long term. That's so good. And I love that you brought up repetition yeah. because the willingness to make mistakes does create repetition and it does build confidence. Yeah. Because the thing is, right, with, and both of us have, I know, failed in different areas, Certainly. but we both had, again, the willingness to make the mistake. So we're willing to try again. Yeah. And because it's like, well, I'm just going to keep trying at it. Right. And you, in your homework example, let's just let me just try to get just a little bit better than before. I, I got 80 percent of my homework. Let me just go for 82 percent. Yeah. Let me go after that. Let me go for 84, 87. And it's just this repetition which then builds that confidence. And then ultimately, you know, in terms of, again, building leadership skills and yeah. behaviors and tendencies, now you develop the ability to confidently make decisions. Every leader, again, your leadership is based on what you're responsible over. If you are really responsible over something, you have to make decisions. Yeah. Like one of the one of the biggest like aha moments when I really stepped into leadership and, and in my case, entrepreneurship and even now ministry and stuff like that is it's one thing to be responsible over just you, mm -hmm. like things that just pertain to you and shoot, take business out of it. I'm getting married. Like yeah. <laughs> the decisions that I make don't affect just me anymore. No. Right. And, and there's a there's a certain weight in a positive way, not necessarily like, oh, my God, like all this weight, but just just in a, in a sense of I have to make sure that I know how to confidently make decisions while still completely understanding what's at stake, completely understanding what I'm responsible over as a husband, as a CEO, yeah. as a pastor, all these different types of things. I have to I have to be willing to make the mistakes to build that repetition. So that way, when decisions are in front of me. I, from my past experience yeah. and from following other people, yep. because I've put myself in environments where I see what leadership looks like and everything of the sort, I can confidently make a decision to where I'm not making a decision. And then as soon as I walk away from the table or I'm up, or I'm up at night, like, oh my God, did I do the right thing? Like, I just don't know. Like, I'm just, yeah. just not sure. That's going to drive you insane. It will. You know, like, and I think that's just where it's, it's willingness to make the mistake, but to ultimately focus on, okay. What do I need? What information do I need to confidently make decisions so that way I can lead well? And it starts at a very small level. I'll, I'll walk you through an example that's really practical to me. So again, every day I help children with homework. So every day they sit right next to me. They hold a pencil. I hold a pencil. We both do work on our paper. So what are they doing? They're in the presence of, of leadership. Right. I'm coming at it with enthusiasm. I'm coming at it with excitement. And also I'm coming with all my experience. They don't have it yet. And so every day they do homework. Every day they do, they do homework. And at the end of the week, they have a test. Now, if they prepped well, if they put the reps in, now when it's time to make that decision, now when they're in the test, 
they have confidence. I've done two plus two so many times. Right. I sat. Mr. CJ told me two plus two equals four. I I know two plus two equals four. So now it's time for the test. Two right. plus two comes up. What I got? Four. four. <laughs> and I don't have to worry. Yeah. I'm confident in the decision I made. But it's all based on my experience. It's all because I listened first. I sat in that classroom with that teacher. I sat next to Mr. CJ. We did the work together. He showed me how to do it. I developed the skills to do it myself. I, I, I go out there. I listen to the problem because if, if, if I'm trying to solve two plus two, but the teacher asked me was three plus two, I'm going to get it wrong. So I'm listening. And then I go. And when the test comes, I know the answer and I'm confident. Man, that's so good. I, you don't have to worry. I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to wait up at night worried about two plus two because I, I, we got it. Right. You did the necessary things to get it. But if you don't do all that work, yeah, you don't sit under the right person. You don't. You don't do the repetition that it takes to build the mental and physical strength, the dexterity to handle challenges because they're going to come. Absolutely. That first time you do two plus two, Mrs. J is going to say, "Ooh, yeah, that's not it." Yeah. <laughs> but you're close. Yeah. And that's the relationship that we have with God in, in, in our own lives. We get under leadership that really is fundamentally good. We get close enough to them to see that they're real. And then we spend time developing. We read our word. We go into the gym. A body can't be divided against itself. We're going to be healthy so that when I hear the question, I, I, I have to address real concerns in my life from the people who care about me and who I care about. I can answer confidently because I did all right. the work to make sure I was prepared. Right. And my confidence comes from my experience. My confidence comes ex from the experience of the people who have taught me. And I stand proud. And even if I fail, even if all that happens and it still doesn't work out, I know I can just start all over again. Man, that's so good. Like, I, I, I love that example because it's super practical. Yeah. It makes sense. And I think there are so many people that need to just apply that to their own lives yeah. like that same type of thinking process and you just explained it beautifully of getting under somebody that you really listen to mm -hmm. that that you follow that you're willing to say you know what there's something about mm -hmm. that person i'm going to glean from them but then let me just try what they're talking about yeah. in my own situation it didn't quite work out the way they okay. said but i'm gonna keep trying at it right keep trying to get a little bit better at it yeah. every single time and then before you know it, you reach that place of confidence in the decisions that you're making to the point where you start seeing the fruits yep. of the labor that you've been doing. And I think so many people rob themselves of walking into who they are because yeah. truthfully, like we and we we talked about this, right? How leadership is it starts with you. But really, it's about leadership is being who you are. God created each and every one of us mm -hmm. to be leaders. But in order to do to build those leadership skills that we're talking about it's an intentional decision it is right it's an intentional decision to say you know what i'm going to i'm going to cling to that that leader i'm going to cling to that 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 headship whatever the case is yeah. right i'm going to cling to getting to into those environments yeah but then also i'm going to be intentional with making mistakes i'm going to be intentional with being willing to say you know what i'm going to put myself out there see what happens and i'm also going to be willing to make decisions confidently yeah that's good man that's really good well look i hope that you guys got value out of this conversation because we certainly had a blast giving it to you and having this conversation um if you haven't by now be sure to subscribe like comment be sure to even share this with somebody just yeah. because there's somebody you know i'm willing to bet there's somebody that you know that wants to figure out 
who am I? Who wants to figure out yeah. what leadership capabilities and abilities are in me? And I believe that this conversation is going to help jumpstart and kickstart and stimulate uh, that process for them to become the leader that they're destined to be, as well as yourself. So be sure to share this with somebody. Um, if you're listening on a podcast platform, be sure to leave a review. And of course, as you get ready for uh, next week's episode, prepare, go check out last week's episode, and we'll see you guys next week. Always remember your dream is possible as long as you're willing to work for it.